0: Over the Universal Wide Web, the flagship of the NWCZ Radio Empire. This is the Northwest Convergent Zone Show. Welcome, everybody, to the Northwest Convergent Zone Show. Last show of the month. Yes. The end of March, everybody. Can't
1: believe it; it's gone so fast.
0: April Fool's coming up. That's
1: right.
0: This ain't no joke, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We're really here, and we have a really cool show lined up for you, as we do each and every week. But uh, every now and then, one comes along where it's just like special. And I think this is one of those. um, Later on in the uh, second hour, we'll be talking with John Paul and the Apostles. They just dropped a brand new CD, which I think sounds great, and they are just they visited the studio. Fresh off the heels of a sold out, oversold.
1: Oversold. Refunds were given.
0: CD release show. Uh, our good friend Riley Etheridge Jr. will be stopping in later in the hour with some big news over there on the East Coast. And um, first guest on the big show today, um, i let you know who that is in a second. But first, I'm Big D.
1: Susan and the lady. I'm on
0: one. And uh, the missing voice would be Voxy. Mm-hmm. She apparently is not feeling well. The weather couldn't come in today, and I don't blame her. Uh, For those, there was a movie that hit the theater this weekend um, that I didn't feel like I needed to go see because I think we're living it. It was titled Noah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here in the Northwest, we've just been bamboozled (laughs) with rain. It's just coming down; it never stops. Uh, This is the wettest march yes on record ever and we're not even done a couple
1: days ago yeah it hit a couple days ago yep
0: so that's there's that Mm -hmm. we're excited
1: the daffodils are happy
0: (laughs) (laughs) so those of you out there across the country you can laugh at us and point your fingers and we fully understand (laughs) uh if you're in a dry part and um well why wouldn't you be right
1: they probably want some of our rain
0: (laughs) you know what (laughs) they might Mm -hmm. uh first up today on the big show band out of canada who's making all kind of strides they'll be here uh later on um this summer at the big sasquatch festival dropped a video not too long ago had over a million views and with less than 24 hours mm-hmm. crazy it's a great video half moon run is the name of the band their new album dark eyes and here they are on the zone
2: Hurts at first, a sharpish pain that returns as a thought. Let the needle in your skin won't bring you closer to God. And I watch as your hand turns full circle. i hopeless with a coffee and a medical text. It's too easy knowing life and blowing off the rest. And the in the riddles and the pages leave it too much to guess. And the worry, cracks and fracture from your hip to your chest as I watch. Is your hand turns full circle? Again it seems to be working is that Though you look so deceiving And the sparks are always fine Cause you drink for relief With the heart of a child And the wit of a fool So wonder why Don't try to build a wall around you And I watch As your head Turns for
0: That is from the band Half Moon Run, off of their brand new album *Dark Eyes*. The name of the song is *Full Circle*, and this is a band that you need to pay attention to, folks, because they are they are going places and they're making waves. Uh, Canadian band out of Montreal, and we have on the line with us band member Connor. Connor, welcome to the program. How are you? How are you, my friend? i'm
3: great thanks for having me
0: thanks for being on the line with us uh half moon run you guys uh have really uh made some inroads and uh created some waves up in canada and uh i was looking at some of your youtube videos with you know like two three million uh views and on and just amazing stuff brand new album out called dark eyes and um Congratulations on that. Tell us a little bit about for those of us out here and those who are listening who aren't familiar with the band Half Moon Run. Give us a quick uh, rundown on on the the evolution of your band.
3: Okay, we uh are actually from different parts of Canada. Originally, I'm from the three of us are from Vancouver Island and Devin the singer from Ottawa, but we met in Montreal in 2010 and then we uh released that album Archives uh about two years later in canada and then just last july in uh the united states
0: and you guys have uh had had the privilege of being on stage with some pretty big names uh, i think i saw mumford and sons and and several others uh things seem to be falling into place for you guys what do you attribute that to
3: um well a lot of it was had some good shows when uh I guess when those when Mumford & Sons was had uh, a show in London that went well for us, and so that was a big help because they we, that tour with them, we learned a lot on that tour. And yeah, we've had a lot of good luck in that regard.
0: And when you say you learned a lot, you guys, uh, uh, you know, a young band at the time, um, obviously full of talent. You guys have great sound. Yeah. Um, but when you're on tour with a band like that, who's been on the road before, uh, they know the ropes. What What are some of the things you you learned along the way from from those experiences?
3: Um, with Mumford and Sons, I'd say they uh, they really know how to treat their crew like a family. It makes it to be so much more enjoyable to be on tour because we, we, we were touring so much that it was you know it was taking a toll on us a little bit, always moving around. But uh, you know, with them, they kind of know how to make you feel yeah you kind of take home with you on the road a little bit they're really good to their crew too how
0: does how does a band um, like Half Moon Run uh, come get together and then almost it seems like it happens fast you guys are all of a sudden on the road you guys are out there doing your thing when there are other bands who you know they toil in the local scene for years and maybe never get to that point what what, what do you feel was the the break point for you guys
3: um, well, when we met, we were all kind of involved in different things. Dylan and I were both. We were originally only a three-piece, and Dylan and I were both in school. And as soon as the band got even just a little bit, little bit of momentum, we all quit school and quit our jobs, and we really went like fifteen hours a day, sometimes just uh, writing music and playing together all the time. And we were really keen to get on the road right away and so we were our schedule was really really hectic. I think it's probably happened quickly for us cuz we went so full on.
0: Yeah, I saw uh 32 days, 32 gigs and 32 days touring uh Europe uh, wow. including France, Germany, uh over in uh, you know, the UK and stuff. That would take a toll on anybody, but it seems to be paying off in huge dividends for you guys.
3: Yeah, it's true. It was tough, but it was well worth it.
0: Uh, what was your, what was your, uh, experience or what was it like for you when you first, uh, you know, got out or went to South by or, or got, went to, you know, one of these festivals got out and there, and there was a, a, a big crowd that actually knew the lyrics to your songs.
3: Yeah, that happened. That started happening gradually. And then every now and again, you have like a, a big moment. Like when we had our, our homecoming show last December in, uh, in Montreal, that was, like a, a, a new peak you know people were really excited and it was really a fantastic show so you just have kind of little moments like that along the way i guess
0: sure talking to uh connor he is uh <clears throat> one of the key members of the band half moon run they're out of montreal and uh, they have a brand new cd called titled dark eyes tell us a little bit about the new cd what uh what went into this and um what are uh what are your plans moving forward with this cd
3: um, I guess what went into it, we started off just as a three-piece, and it was really uh, very folky and simple. Um, just kind of, yeah, just simple guitar lines and very minimal percussion, but then gradually as we started, as we were developing, added in synth uh, to the mix and, you know, different kinds of keyboards, and a new member, Isaac, and uh, the sound just got more and more complex, so I think we have just a kind of like a come like a I don't know, we're still rooted in folk, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But, um, <laughs> and now, moving forward with the new CD, we're just like, kind of just approaching it one day at a time. It's like no expectations about what, the sound, what it's going to sound like or anything, just trying to be as honest and creative as, as we can.
0: Well, let's take a listen, another listen to a track off of uh, the, the latest album. Uh, the album is Dark Eyes. band is Half Moon Run, and this is the song Give Up. We'll be right back here on The Zone. That's the song "Give Up" by Half Moon Run, and we're on the line with Connor. He's uh, are you in Montreal right now, Connor?
3: I'm actually right now in British Columbia on the west coast um, oh. to visit my family for a little while.
0: Very nice. Well, uh, that's that's where we are. You're just up the freeway from us, then.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so big news for those of us here uh, on the west side of the country: you guys will be playing the Big Sasquatch Festival. Uh, which is uh here in washington state it 's a big deal every year it 's out at the gorge it 's phenomenal um what what other what other uh events or festivals what do you what do you guys have lined up for the summer getting out there and getting your music out
3: yeah we got um we're playing Governor 's ball in New York as well and oh, we're nice. going be and we 're doing some stuff in europe we 're doing a, a show in Hyde Park with Neil Young actually which we're really <laughs> excited about wow and, That's uh, fantastic! a couple other festivals in the netherlands and some stuff in quebec our home province where the band's based and but it's a relatively light touring schedule for the summer compared to last year anyway now
0: how did, how did that go uh the call uh, uh whether it was from neil young or his people or, or however that was arranged um what was that like when you got the word for that
3: that was crazy. He's uh, <laughs> like a, a real influence for all of us, you know? Yeah. Um, wh- what happened was actually after a show, we were in London, England, and um, some someone, some, uh, a label guy came and said that, I'd really like the show and I'm going to get you on the show, Neil Young. He told us there. But then, I don't know, those things often fall through, so we just kind of waited on it and then she got confirmed. It was great.
0: Wow. Yeah, That's and that's pretty amazing, right? I mean, uh, Neil Young, obviously... Uh, Canadian giant in the music business, and you guys will be you guys will be out of the country to join stages with them. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, ironic. Funny,
3: yeah. Yeah, it's kind of yeah.
0: ironic. Um, well, the new album is is uh, is fantastic. You guys have a great sound. Um, how would you how would you describe um, your music to? And I I know that's it's a hard question, and I try not to ask bands this, but rather than me give my opinion as to you know what I think you guys sound like what what are you guys trying to put out there as as your sound what, what how would you define it
3: um it's tough because we have we try to actually actively reject any kind of preconceived notions of sure. how you're going to how we're going to like construct a song because i think it, it limits you and uh so it's we kind of approach every musical decision in every song differently or just try to do it uniquely if you can so it's Tough to describe, but like technically, you know, it's, it's like I said earlier, it's rooted in folk. I'd say, and we uh, often the original ideas are based on an acoustic instrument, and we sing a lot of vocal harmonies. And increasingly, you are getting into like more atmospheric stuff with with synths and and more electronic sounding stuff.
0: Are you are you guys still excited about this band? Uh, things things seem to be taking off for you. Uh, I know a lot of times uh, with bands that can be a crossroads. It can be. Uh, it's definitely exciting. But it can also create tension. As a band, uh, yeah. how are you guys? How are you guys uh, with each other right now?
3: Um, I think we did basically eighteen months of touring that stopped in January, and so we've been through a lot. And I, but we. All I know, believe in the band enough that there's no issues that will are too difficult to work out. You know, it always ends up working out. We always can talk through it and everything. And as far as being away from home and that kind of thing, that also takes its toll on you. So now, you know, we've put it in action to be healthier and close to our families and that kind of thing. And I, I, so, I, I still I'm totally excited about what we're doing, and I think I think I speak for everybody else in the band when I say that.
0: yeah, oh, that's great. Now, when you guys come together um, for as you said, you know, songwriting, you guys sit down or get in your studio, however you're doing it. Um, what is the, what is the process <clears throat> like for you? <clears throat> do you have a principal or primary songwriter? Uh, do you guys all contribute? Um, take us through the process of songwriting for half moon run.
3: Okay. Um, well, recently what we did was we went out to a cabin, uh, it's quite isolated, uh, in a, Kind of like a farming area of Quebec, and it was really snowy, and we shacked ourselves up there for three weeks, and uh, so then we would. Then and, and what would happen was, I guess, some we're all pretty much equal songwriters. I'd say Devin writes the singer writes most of the lyrics, but um, there's just some little musical idea we'll get introduced to during a jam, and then we just like negotiate the idea and and uh, try to add all the things that we think work to it and trim down the song form and work on it and like drink beer and <laughs> do a go all night if we have to. And yeah, that's usually how the jams go.
0: <laughs> nice. Well hey, I mean that that yeah. sounds like a fun time. Um one of the one yeah, of the things that that you have different up in Canada that the uh than we have down here in the States especially is uh on the radio. Um I know for a lot of bands it's hard to break in up there because there's a there's like a content rule. Um, and so a lot of bands, Canadian bands, are vying for, you know, to be part of that percentage that gets aired. Uh, what what has it been like for you getting uh, airplay uh, not only in Canada and the U.S. and, and uh, elsewhere?
3: Um, we've been very fortunate in that regard, actually. Um, the BBC in particular in the U.K. has been really supportive of us and that's been... It's made a huge, huge difference. And in Canada, in general, we've been very fortunate too. We're on a lot of major radio stations in Canada, which is fantastic. The toughest place for us to get radio play has actually been the United States. Really, uh, it feels like you <laughs> have to break it. You have to break it really big to be on the radio all the time. But there's and there's very little middle ground between, you know. You're either a big band on the radio or you're not on the radio.
0: Well, if you add Justin Bieber to your band, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah.
3: I think what I said earlier about still being enthusiastic. <laughs> rephrase that response.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing because I, uh, I, am married to a, a, a Canadian and I have a lot of, uh, her whole entire side of the family is up there. And so when I come up there, i it's my eyes are open to a a whole new world of music that uh, we don't get down here in the States. Um, and it is, it is strange. Like you said, it's almost like you have to break it big, but it didn't, I don't know if it used to be that way. Uh, and I don't know if that's just the industry, the way it's set up these days or what, but, um, you guys have a, uh, there's a lot of great music coming out of not just Canada, but lots of different parts of the world. And it seems like the radio stations are stuck on like 10 songs and I'm not I couldn't
3: sh- agree more. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't quite understand that. But um, it's awesome that you guys are making uh, inroads. And uh, it's a great album, everybody. Half Moon Run is the name of the band. Dark Eyes is the name of the album. And tell people where they can get a hold of this.
3: So, uh, guys, iTunes uh, is probably the best place to get it, or you can go to halfmoonrun.com and we have it for sale stay there, too.
0: Yeah, halfmoonrun.com is the website. We'll have a link to that up on our uh, our webpage. It'll take you right over there. Uh, good information, and it looks like you guys have uh, um, uh, some gigs coming up in May. It uh, looks like you guys will be um, touring around uh, Canada primarily.
3: Yeah, with City and Color, uh, we're doing a cross-Canada tour.
0: Very good. Oh, and you guys are going to be in uh, Quince, And yeah, on May 24th at the uh, Gorge, you guys will be part of the big uh, Sasquatch Fest. So go to the website and get all the information. If you happen to be uh, close to one of those cities, make sure you get out and check them out. Half Moon Run. I'd get my tickets early because I have a feeling you guys are going to be uh, uh, selling a lot of tickets, my friend. Oh, thanks, man. Well, I want to thank Connor. Thanks so much for uh, taking time out with us today. And. Um,
3: Sorry, the fairy horn just (laughs) <laughs> I'm at the ferry terminal. <laughs> are,
0: you, are, you, are you in Victoria? <laughs> what
3: that loud noise was. No, I just took the ferry from uh, Nanaimo to Vancouver.
0: Oh, okay. Very good. <laughs> I've been on that ferry many times. <laughs> I thought maybe yeah. our engineer started the music, and I'm like, that didn't sound familiar. <laughs> <But> <laughs> all right. Well, hey, Connor, tell your mates, uh, your bandmates, uh, good on all of you. You guys have a fantastic sound, and best of luck moving forward. Uh, I, I think you guys are on the cusp of some really big things for yourselves and this is a great album half moon run is the band dark eyes name of the album this is the song call me in the afternoon we'll be back here on the zone
2: you can have it if you don't mind some around the other stay with me you confuse me with your red and your sudden generosity call me in the afternoon even by one by one Call me in the afternoon, even by one, by one You can have it when you come by You can have yourself a one-man way And I saw you when it caught your eye And it's such a petty price for pay. Even by one, by one. Call me in the afternoon. Even by. shot by, and wipe your dirty hands on me, swallow till you go blind, and find a little company, call me in the afternoon, even by one, by one, call me in the afternoon, even by one, by one.
4: torture
0: That is off the brand-new CD from our good friend Riley Etheridge, Jr., The Straight and Narrow Way, which is also the name of the song and the CD. Riley Etheridge, Jr., who's been on our program before, has some big big things happening in his camp, and uh, I know he's excited about it. We have him on the line with us. Riley, welcome to the program, my friend. Well,
5: thank you for having me back. I'm I'm happy to
0: be here. You're always welcome on our show because you are – uber talented and uh, we really dig what you have going on there now the last time we had you on uh before we get into the new cd and and all the cool things you have in your world you're heading out on a cruise
5: yes i was good memory
0: and um i was looking at some of your youtube videos and is one or one of those is it from the cruise yeah
5: there's uh i think there are a couple of videos up there there's uh I think a video of me doing The Arrogance of Youth, one of my songs, uh, um, solo, that was taken from the cruise. And then I think there's a video up there of me doing um, Ophelia, yeah. you know, the old song by the band. They had a tribute to Levon Helm one night on the on the boat, and they invited me to participate. And so I got to do that song with Larry Campbell and Roddy Romero and, and uh, Sean Colvin and Joan Osborne. It was quite a quite a night and uh and so i I think both of those are on youtube it was a a great cruise i highly recommend it
0: yeah no that was uh uh if if, if i'm remembering right that was the cruise that um lyle lovett was going to be on right
5: yeah exactly yeah they call it kayamo i think they've done it seven years now sales out of miami with this great company called six man productions and it was lyle lovett and keb mo and sean colvin and this year they had John Hyatt, John Prine, and Michael I think of it was back. I didn't do it this year, without a conflict. You know, it's 40 bands, four stages, seven days of music. It was uh, even for somebody like me that's a little claustrophobic and, and <laughs> gets seasick just looking at the Hudson River. But even for me, it was great.
0: Yeah, how does yeah how does that work as uh, as an artist? You're on you're on this you're on this cruise. Um, everybody's there. It's a music cruise. Um, It's like people probably don't even care where the boat's headed because it's mostly about the music. Um, That's exactly right. And, you know, you do your set, and then the rest of the time, what, do you mingle with the people, or you hang out uh, with the other cool cats, or how does that work?
5: You know, that was one of the great things about Kayama was everybody mingled with everybody. Nice. And so I got to meet a lot of people. I got to meet a lot of the other artists. You know, they literally had music going from one in the afternoon until midnight. And so I think I heard almost every band at least once, if not twice. And I for sure heard, you know, the Rodney Crowells and the Buddy Millers and the people that were my personal favorites. I, I definitely heard them. And, and then towards the end of the week, you know, people, you, you got to start to collaborate with some folks like that Levon Helm tribute show we did, and, and I had... Some guys of Louisiana, join me for one of my last sets. So it's really, it's
0: it's a, a really a wonderful experience. Nice. Well, congratulations on uh, the new CD. It's titled "The Straight and Narrow Way," and uh, I noticed, <coughs> excuse me, Sarah Watkins uh, featured in a, a couple of tracks. Um, one yep. of them that we're going to play here in a moment. A little departure uh, from the the last CD. How how did that uh, how did that come about? That collaboration and um tell us a little bit about the process of of this new cd what what went into it what was your mindset and um and how you feel how you're feeling about it
5: yeah thanks the thing with sarah was a real real treat we actually met on the cruise we were just talking about we met and kiyama we um she was on there with her brother sean and did some solo shows as well as with their band wpa that i think just rocks and we met, and and, and uh, when I knew I had these two songs that were going to be duets, it was a real dominant female, female vocal part. She was my first choice, and we reached out through, uh, you know, the label I'm on, Rock Ridge, uh, Sean Watkins, her brother, has a band, Fiction Families, on the same label. So we had that connection, and we reached out through her people, and this happened, I was in San Diego at the time when she was home, and she was up for doing it, and we did uh, both songs in one afternoon, and you know, she added violin and a wonderful vocal, so I was thrilled about that. And, and that, that kind of sums up how this whole record worked. I mean, this record was almost like a party. It was the most fun I've ever had making a record because uh, it was the most collaborative, uh, most guest artist that I've ever used. And we brought in a new producer to work with Wendell Tilley, my, my longtime producer, and myself. A guy named Shane Terrio, who's an old friend of ours from New Orleans. It's in Hall & Oates now. We played with Dr. John and played with the Neville Brothers. And he's just a real funky guitarist. And Having Shane on board automatically made it more of a funky, up-tempo thing. And and then we started dreaming about, okay, if we could do this with Shane, who else would we bring in? And We got Jim Keltner. We flew to LA and recorded the legendary drummer Jim Keltner on a couple tracks. He's on She's Only in New York. But, you know, I think you're going to play tonight. And so it was just, it was a real party. I mean, we, we recorded four or five different cities and a lot of different guest artists, and the whole idea was just to make a record that was fun and maybe not as introspective and, uh, <laughs> and serious as some of my earlier writing.
0: Well, it is a fun album. It's a great-sounding album. <clears throat> the title of it is The Straight and Narrow Way, and we just played the title track off of it. Um, people, you can pick it up on um, <clears throat> iTunes, uh, CD Baby, Uh, All over the place. Riley Etheridge Jr. is on the line with us. Uh, You had a a CD release show on the 19th, and then you're having another one on uh, coming up uh, in April. on the 19th.
5: April 19th, April 19th at the Turning Point, and then uh, a couple days later that I leave for uh, the Tin City. With uh,
0: with one of uh, one of my heroes, Leon Russell. Yeah, we 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 are going to talk about that in a moment. Uh, I want to hear all about that because uh, that is a that is amazing. That's a big deal. For you and uh, and for him. Hey, he has Riley Ether Jr. opening for him. He should be happy.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure he's really thinking about that too much. Right now, uh, I hope he feels that way afterwards about
0: that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he will. Let, let's uh, let's go into another track off of the Straight and Narrow Way. This is Riley Ether Jr. and Another Time, Another Place, and this all uh, this features Sarah Watkins, and we'll be back here on the Zone. <laughs>
4: Offer what we have, what we make, face the risk, opt for comfort, regret the chance we didn't take. I feel we're close enough that I can say Sometimes I feel that we should go our separate ways Love another time, another place The answer to the riddle solving Is the path we leave behind Every now And then I feel we're close enough that I can say Sometimes I fear that we should go our separate Another time, another place
0: Beautiful track indeed right there. That is another time, another place off of the straight and narrow way. Riley Etheridge Jr. on the line with us. He is about to go on tour, hit the road. Uh, he's going through New York, Ohio, Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, looks like. With the legend, Leon Russell. Tell us how, tell us how that went about. How, how, did that, how does that come down?
5: So that was a good work on, on the part of my label. Um, you know, the folks at Rockridge Music, Tom Durr and Cynthia Cochran, you know, have been just wonderful supporters of mine. And you know, I've been this is the third record I've done on their label. And Tom and Cynthia knew some of the people that were uh, working on Leon's tour, and felt like you know we had a you know he's from Oklahoma. I've got you know my Louisiana 20 years roots there, so we have that musical similarity. And they offered us these uh, when they called to offer us the dates. I, I thought uh, Tom was playing a practical joke on me uh, <laughs> at first. You know, Leon is one of my lifelong musical heroes, and when I realized he was serious, I yeah, uh, you know, I don't think I slept for three nights.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I've I've seen Leon. Uh, he, he's I don't know who. Doesn't consider him one of their music idols. I mean, the guy's a legend, and um, has done you know so much for well, popular music and just American music in general. Uh, to be on stage with him, I think that would keep me up as well. Uh, did you did you have to? You know, uh, obviously you thought first kind of a joke, ha ha, very funny. Uh, but has it has it sunk in yet? Have have you do you have your bags packed and already by the door? You're you marking oh, off yeah, marking absolutely. off days.
5: <laughs> they've been, <laughs> been packed and by the door about a few weeks. I've got, <laughs> I've, I've got I've bought you know a couple of uh, Leon CDs and you know I've learned a couple of his tunes just in the, the slim chance that I get a chance to sit in with him. And uh, yeah, I've, I've got uh, I'm as prepared as I can be.
0: Well, make sure you, yeah, go go get a couple of his old albums and have him sign those because that might be uh, tuition for, you know, a kid later uh, on. That's so.
5: part of the plan. I've already got him in a, got him in a Sharpie Smart ready man. to go. I, I have no pride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait till the last night. That's all I'm saying. Just <laughs>
5: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely pace myself. That's a good tip. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I won't, I won't Hit him with it all the first it, night.
5: I'm hoping I can hold out to Cleveland or something like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are playing... Uh, th- that will be, though, on a serious note, uh, an, an amazing opportunity for you because Leon packs... He packs the room. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, <clears throat> people show up early to see him. And you you uh, are going to be up on stage and, and be able to uh, reach a whole new audience. Um, I'm sure there will be there's people there who have heard of you. And, but, you know, a lot of times... Um, when you go see a quote headliner act or whatever, and the opening act gets up there, it becomes an eye opener for a lot. I can think of a lot of bands that I discovered opening for yeah. who I went to go see. And I can
5: too. Yeah, I can too. I, yeah. I can too.
0: And, and sometimes they're very forgettable, but a, a lot of times, uh, the bands are, you know, I'm like, who is this? And you write it down or you go back to the merch table and um, I think it's fantastic that you are uh, going to be a be a part of that. And I, I like I, I I wrote our mutual friend Kevin. I'm like, is there any way they're coming to the West Coast? Because I would buy my ticket now.
5: <laughs> right, don't give up. I'm I'm hoping that this goes well, and maybe it'll be some future dates uh, if he if he stays out there. So I'm, I'm I'm nothing would make me happier than doing a little West Coast run with him. But I'm gonna. I'm going to do the best I can on these 10 and see where it
0: leads us. Yeah, well, congratulations on that. I think it couldn't happen to a a nicer guy. And, and, I mean, your music is is awesome. It's great. And I don't think there's going to be any problem at all uh, with people falling in love with you uh, from the beginning of the show. Um, Let's go back to the CD. Uh, You were talking about a lot of the guys uh, and and the men and women who you brought in uh, to help you with this. Mm -hmm. And it it was there. There's a lot of talent on this CD. People who have been involved in a lot of projects of recognizable yeah. names: uh, Linda Ronstadt, James Taylor, Elvis, Traveling Wilburys, Almond Brothers. Uh, do you feel when you gather a group like that, people who have been around, seen it, done it, um, tasted success, and all of that? Do do you feel? like a student do you feel in awe or do you do you feel like um how do you feel how, how does that affect you when you walk into a room with these cats
5: now you just summed it up i feel like a very fortunate student and you know jim Keltner you know being a, one of the best examples you know I, I grew up as a drummer and you know always loved great drummers and if you maybe pick you know Couple of my favorite records of all time in rock and roll. Like one of them for sure would be John Hyatt's "Spring the Family," the record John Hyatt did with Ry Cooder and and Jim Keltner and Nick Lowe, and the drumming on that record. You know, and the other the Will Berry stuff that Keltner did. I loved all that. Yeah. And when uh, he's a friend of Shane's, you know, one of my my co-producers of this record, and we were literally joking about a song on the record called The Maze. And, and my producer, Wendell Tilley, said, boy, that'd be a great song for Jim Keltner. And Shane just kind of happened to and said, I bet he'd be into it. We're like, what? He said, yeah, we're, we're friends. We're like, really? And, you know, literally two days later, he had heard the song, said he liked it, and if we would come to L.A., he would record. And so, you know, Wendell and I were both like, you know, kids with, on the first day of school,
1: um
5: <laughs> You know, getting their track in and you know, listening to his stories about you know, his, his, his amazing career. And, and he obviously, I mean, you, I think you're going to play She's Only in New York. I mean, his track on that is so distinctive, so Jim Keltner, so funky. And, you know, that's the uh, you – know, you mentioned Dan Dugborn, and you know, he plays Pedal Steel it Was with Ron Statt and James Taylor. You know, when guys like that are willing to play on a record – you don't give them any tips you don't you don't give them any suggestions you just say take. you and <laughs> let them play whatever they want yeah
0: that was that was my next question was how how was the how did how was the direction going so it was, it was pretty much you just let them do their thing and and accept
5: absolutely no direction either <laughs> either. And, and uh yeah and and Kelvin was funny he was very much uh self you know critical editing you know he would play a take and we were absolutely in love with, it, and he was like, "I oh, know I can do better than that." And we'd be like, "Really?" <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah. And I think Doug Moore, you know, Doug Moore, the pedal steel player you mentioned, it was with James Taylor and Ron. Fett. I, I think his track on the maze was literally the first take. I think we were in the studio less than ten minutes.
0: He just laid it down, and he's like, "There you go."
5: It was pretty, I mean, he would have got going if we'd have you know, asked him to, but was, the first <laughs> track was so perfect. We were like, no, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> so,
0: oh, that's no, great. Very,
5: very lucky.
0: Now, what was your, uh, what's your, what was your approach uh, in, in the songwriting process this time um, as opposed to the Arrogance of Youth?
5: You know, very different. And that was, I think, one of the things that made this fun for me. I mean, in the past, like an Arrogance of Youth, you know, I write most of the songs, they're finished. You know, for sure, you know, arrangements, changes, lyrics, and we'll make some small changes. But for the most part, you know, I show up with a a handful of songs we record. Literally, the first weekend that Shane and Wendell and I got together to start Straighten Our Way, I had nothing. We had, you know, blank legal pads, and we were sitting on the floor in Wendell's uh, studio looking at each other. And it was, you know, a little unsettling for me because I'd never made a record like that. And but that first weekend we finished "Roll Away the Stone" and we finished "What's a Man to Do," uh, and got a good head start on a third song. And it was fun. It was collaborative. I think the songs came out different than any of the three of us would have written on our own. And that was so inspiring to me. And, and, And the songs were, you know, I don't want to call them party songs, but yeah, they're fun. To me, a guitar-based rock and roll not, is, is the introspective singer-songwriter stuff that I'm typically more comfortable with. But once we started in that direction, I was inspired to start writing more on my own before we would you know, come back and, and so I wouldn't show up completely empty-handed. And so you know, I think Shane Wendell, I co-wrote three songs. one of them I wrote, co-wrote a couple of the other ones. Um, so it was definitely the most collaborative um, and spontane- spontaneous writing that I've done.
0: Well, you're definitely a uh, talented writer, my friend. I've enjoyed all your work, and uh, this is no exception. Riley Etheridge Jr., The Straight and Narrow Way is the name of the CD. Um, like I said, you can get it on iTunes, uh, CD Baby, wherever. You can go to rockridgemusic.com, which we will have a link to off of our webpage, take you over there. Uh, you can find it there as well. Uh, Riley, always a pleasure to, to chat with you, my friend.
5: Well, thank you, Daryl. Thank you, Susan, for having me back. And uh, hopefully I get to see you sometime in the future in the West Coast. I hope uh, so. Yeah,
0: we're looking forward to that, uh, should that happen. And uh, a little birdie told me it might, so, <laughs> uh, you know. Birds lie, but hey, before <laughs> before we go, uh, tell me about tell us a little bit about this track we're about to play. She's she's only in New York. Uh, you told me off air that uh, you know before we got on here that it was one you were hesitant about putting on uh, on the album. Tell us a little bit about the song and and the hesitation. Yeah, so it's uh,
5: you know the guitar groove that starts that tune. Uh, it's something i had had in my uh, head for a long time. And, but, you know, it's a little quirky. And then this idea of you know, tongue-in-cheek, you know, I just moved to New York seven years ago. Uh, I had never lived in uh, the the city. And, you know, you're never quite sure how you're going to fit in a big city and if New York was going to chew me up and spit me out. And so I had this idea of, uh, you know, playing words about – Having it not be clear if you're talking about a woman or if you're talking about a city as a as you know embodied as a as a female character, and so yeah, it was kind of a silly song with a quirky guitar riff, and I never really thought that it would uh, work. And then my horn arranger, you know, put this really I, I like it now, but it's a it's a horn arranger. It's kind of like you would see in like a 1950s detective movie Uh,
0: exactly (laughs) yes
5: you know and when when I first heard I was like wow that's weird but uh, but I liked it it was good so I've always enjoyed it but the combination of you know it was kind of out there and quirky and and the, the lyrics were a little silly I was just not sure it was gonna work but Actually, with Jim Kelvin's drum part, after he played such a killer drum track, I'm like, okay, there's no way I'm not using that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: and so I'm glad I'm glad it gave me the conference to include it because it turns out a lot of people are playing it on the radio and like the song, and so I'm I'm, I'm happy about that because it's was probably the the the, the riff that, the oldest of anything that made this record, and you know, kind of sitting there you know, rattling around in my brain and. I'm glad we finally recorded it, and I'm really glad you like
0: the song. Yeah, it's a great song. Riley Etheridge Jr., uh, The Straight and Narrow Way is the name of the the brand-new CD. Get yourself a copy of it. Check him out on tour with Leon Russell starting the the 23rd of uh, next month going through uh, May 4th, New York, Ohio, Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, When Leon comes to town, make sure you get there early. Check out Riley Etheridge, Jr. Here is the track, She's Only in New York. Thanks, Riley. I appreciate it.
5: Thank you, guys. Have a great night.
4: She's only in New York, any other place. You see it when she walks, it's the subtle way she sways. She's an app for wonder, both impossible and true. Though I may wonder, New York, I'm coming home to you. She's only in New York, never would survive the morning or two below. She needs that Empire State in sight. Sometimes I wonder if I am man enough for you. I won't love another New York. I'm True every hour, seven days. Wonder, New York, I'm coming home, I won't love another, your I'm coming home with you, New York. I'm coming home with you, yeah. I'm coming home.
0: Go Riley Etheridge Jr., good friend of the program. We've had him on before, and um, working on actually having him here live.
1: That would be fantastic. Would be fantastic. Yeah. Hey,
0: I want to break down this uh, tour, the Leon Russell tour that he's going on. Because if I was in, if it was me, and I'm in any of these areas, I'm already on the tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, starts off on uh, the 23rd of April in Ithaca, New York. Then, uh, and it's like, I think it's almost every like consecutive day, like 24th, 5th, there's a day off here. and Anyway, they go to Buffalo, Rochester, then Cleveland, Bloomington, two dates in Chicago, hit, hit Milwaukee, Minneapolis, and then La Crosse, Wisconsin. So nice tour there. Absolutely. Those are some big, vi- I'm, I'm really happy for Riley yeah. on that. Um, well, he deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. And who wouldn't want to be on a cruise, right? <laughs> I know. The cruise <laughs> he's talking happening. about? <laughs> just oh that sounds
1: like heaven to me honestly Mm -hmm.
0: um you know just dropping not dropping names but just mentioning people like you know just hanging out with sean colvin and And
1: being on the water just yeah the whole thing sounds like
0: amazing amazing so i don't um don't know what the official word is on on just that she woke up not feeling well today it's going around uh is it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah still
0: um, I know allergies are a problem oh like yeah I've been have yep. this is the worst month I've had in several years allergy wise mm-hmm. and, and I'm a big allergy sufferer um, so which is weird because with all the rain yeah, you would think, think it would wash yeah. it out but no everything's pollinating like crazy here and um I'm sure everybody out there is thrilled to know that. Yes. They're just interested as all <laughs> I'm sure get they're up.
1: concerned for your health. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm concerned,
0: Big D. Hey, I'm here, right? So that's, uh, <laughs> there's always that. I uh, want to let you know that uh, next week on the big show, uh, Johnny Smokes is stopping by. We oh, haven't, nice. haven't seen Johnny yeah. in a while. He's a one-man band machine. And the people now, which is uh, they haven't been by in a long time either, little secret, Johnny's in the band. Oh, nice. So uh, we're going to have them both in. And then check this out. Uh, On the 13th of April, you want to check in because uh, we haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, Remember uh, Ed Fazio from Itchy Metal? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, Ed Fazio um, dropped a bomb on all of us. Uh, er, What was it, early summer on one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was uh, about June that he did it. Yeah. That Itchy Metal was kaput. Mm -hmm. No more. Done. And uh, but apparently it's been kind of resurrected, and he's going to be bringing in Pico Boulevard, which is a band that's uh, also making some noise. So we're excited about that. And then stay with us for our big 420.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the big 4:20 episode. It's going to be a stellar show, my friends. All right, that's it for hour number one. We'll be back with John Paul and the Apostles in hour number two, right after this break here on the zone.